Hello, and welcome to CAA Conversations. I'm here today with Robert Hauser and Zach Fitchner. Robert Hauser is an assistant professor of art teaching printmaking and foundation courses at West Virginia Wesleyan College. Zach Fitchner is a printmaking artist and assistant professor of art at West Virginia State University. And today they're going to be discussing teaching printmaking. So without further ado, I'll hand the conversation over to these two. All right. Uh, thank you, Ellen. Hey, Bobby. How's it going? Good. How you doing, Zach? I'm doing all right. We've been teaching printmaking full-time, you know, just for a few years. Um, so maybe it'd be good for us to talk about what it's like being an early career uh, professor uh, or printmaking teacher. You know, like how did we get to where we got and what's it like? Um, mm -hmm. What was it like for you? Sure. Uh, that's a great question. You know, it's it's like a constant learning experience, um, you know, especially that first year was, uh, you know, a lot of new responsibilities I necessarily didn't have as an adjunct professor, um, different considerations. But I've also, you know, been fortunate and I've worked with, uh, you know, generous colleagues, you know, to help me kind of like navigate, you know, those duties and responsibilities. I come from a, you know, a background in commercial printing but also, um, you know, the academic side of things. So working in clients, but then also in colleges and universities. Um, and I think that kind of allows me to bring in a little bit of both of those worlds, you know, to be able to talk about biz business aspects of printmaking alongside like the fine art kind of approach. And printmaking is in a really good place, thinking about like, you know, interdis interdisciplinary approaches and what's kind of been happening the past couple of years that interest in, in the uh, handcrafted, the handmade, tactile kind of experience of of holding a print, looking at a print. But yeah, what about uh, how are things going for you, Zach? You know? <laughs> uh, things are great. Things are great. I think I echo a lot of the same sentiments and um, a lot of the same experiences. Everything is uh, it's new and it's exciting. And I think you're right. You know, printmaking has experienced this sort of rejuvenation or like sort of surge. I think it's really exciting for a lot of people. But for me, being an early career professor, it's, you know, it's just been new and exciting. A lot of adjustments and responsibilities. Like you, I mean, I was an adjunct, but I, I, th I thought I was pretty fortunate. You know, when I was an adjunct, I was treated um, the same as the rest of the faculty, sat in all the meetings. I didn't necessarily have all the same responsibilities, but um, I felt a part, like I was a part of the department, where I, I don't know if that's always the case. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was really great for me. Then I moved over to, you know, a visiting full-time position, um, and that was fantastic, teaching just printmaking uh, for a little while in Jacksonville at the University of North Florida. And then moving into my current role, it's a smaller program, but because it's a smaller program, there are different sets of responsibilities, like advising. I think you have a cl little bit closer relationship with all the students. You know them all. And you see them all every day. <laughs> so you can't avoid them. They can't avoid you. Uh, <laughs> new assignments, adjusting my approach, adjusting my syllabi, and then also just kind of dealing with my age. I'm definitely younger. Uh, I remember at every school I've been, I think I've been mistaken for a student, <laughs> um, at least for a while. So that affects, I think, how you teach also. Um, so are you more strict? Do you have to distance yourself a little bit more? Uh, just things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But I've loved, I've loved all of it. Uh, I like the area I'm in. I like my department. My colleagues are great. 
we're small, we get along, <laughs> uh, things are good. Yeah, and I think uh, you touched on something uh, that I was, you know, encountered whenever I started here is, um, you know, like the, the scale of the school and the department and just that kind of interaction with the students, you know, because as an adjunct, you know, you're kind of like in and out, able to build that rapport with the students, you know, to kind of know them as a person, not just as uh, a student in printmaking. Yeah, I also feel like it's like it's the sort of different fulfillment. In these places where I knew I was just temporary, I wondered, you know, are these are these students mine? Or were they the persons, you know, before me? Or will they be the persons after me? Mm-hmm. Taking that sort of ownership in terms of what you're handing over to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing that, that's been different being full-time and permanent is that you feel this sort of ownership and not, I don't know if ownership's the right word, but it's a different sense of pride. Uh huh. So th- I think that's been another thing that's different and that's great position where we're, that we're in. Yeah. Uh, another like kind of piggybacking on that is because um, printmaking is so, you know, process-based and you know, it's very much when you walk into someone's print studio, it's very much like someone's kitchen. You know, everything's kind of set up how they want it arranged. You know, this workflow that works for for whoever is, you know, primarily in there. So, yeah. So as you're working with different students and you, you know, maybe get like change positions, you move to a new school. Each professor kind of shows the students like how they do things, you know, and hopefully they show them like several different approaches where the student's able to synthesize and find their own kind of voice in a process. But um, I've always thought about that as you're teaching students. I wonder if, you know, their previous professor showed them a different way or next, you know, later on, someone will be like, oh, oh, no, no, we don't do things like that here. Definitely. Um, Totally. Because it is such a personal thing, you know, printmaking. It definitely, I mean, it happened here. I think that's a great point, bringing up different studios if you're hopping around. And when you finally get to a place where you can make it your own. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't mean any disrespect to the professor here before me, but it wasn't where I wanted it to be in the studio. And so I had this, I had a really great opportunity and I was able to uh, fix it up, uh, make it my own. Mm-hmm. For instance, there uh, there was a litho press um, that had just been kind of sitting out in the hallway for a few years. We finally moved, I moved that into the, the print lab as far as like cleanliness. You know, we love to preach cleanliness. It wasn't, up, you know, necessarily up to par for me there either. So we like... We cleaned up the shop, and I think all the students took a lot of pride uh, in that, you know, making it their own and repainting and reorganizing, trying to, you know, getting new equipment, new supplies. And I think it shows in the work that the students put out. Um, if we take pride in the studio, then they're going to take pride and respect their own work. Mm-hmm. I think also printmaking kind of brings into a department, it can kind of, it brings like this different energy. Yeah. You know, like an energy that maybe doesn't exist, you know, outside of printmaking, you know, because it is so like kind of approachable and accessible and, you know, has like this collaborative, you know, it can have collaborative aspects, you know, that are really exciting. Yeah. I mean, uh, printmaking is popping. Students can relate to it. You know, I almost see it as being like this kind of hub or central place between all the different uh, mediums and techniques, right? We we have a little bit of everything in print. We have, you know, photography, drawing. You know, we we can combine it with sculpture, ceramics. A lot of our traditions can be seen, like a uh, we're we're old school design, graphic design. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's fun. Like I get the design students in my class, and I, you know, I get to sort of joke with them. You know, this this is all the things that you're learning, and they're your peaks and points. Uh, you know, your lines, your your typefaces, your fonts. Welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I, it's it's fun. I feel like we make the best of all of those things, and there's just so much going on with it. Not to say that other mediums are stale, but there's just you know, because we're 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 using all these ancient techniques, right? But I feel like there's just a new energy with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and um, you know, so it is like these antiquated, uh, this antiquated process. You know, you're in letterpress printing, you're using, you know, presses that may be like a hundred years old. But then you're also able to kind of bring in, you know, this cutting edge technology. You know, so like CNC routers, you know, to kind of create like letter forms or you know, whatever kind of images, vector images you want to create, you know, and then take them to that hundred year old press and, you know, create multiples of it. And yeah, so it's, you know, like you mentioned that was, you know, printmaking was graphic design, you know, like, you know, setting type, you know, looking at like, you know, constructivism or like the Bauhaus, but then also, you know, like drawing it is very drawing based, um, but then you can also, you know, talk about painting, you know, you, you think about like mono printing and that's like the painterly print. So what about, you know, we talked a lot about like the great things about teaching printmaking. So the other side of that coin is uh, what has been like one of the, the biggest obstacles you've found in teaching printmaking? Obstacles in printmaking. I think one of the big ones, the most obvious ones would be expense. And in education with all these budget cuts, it makes things incredibly difficult. Um, I don't know about you, um, but at my school, you know, we have a lot of lower income students. And so it can be hard for them to get the supplies that they need. I mean, you and I both know when you're first starting out, it's expensive. Once you have everything, it's, it, you know, it's great. But um, it's hard, especially in your beginning classes, right? Your your beginning mm-hmm. printmaking classes, you need all these sorts of things because you're covering all sorts of bases. So I'd say expense is one of the huge ones. Also, I guess your class dynamic, uh, which could be affected by the number of students in your class. Do you have, you know, 18 students in your class? Do you have, you know, 10 students in your class? How many people are there? And I think that can sort of affect things sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then another one of the big ones, again, I don't know if this um, is the case with you, but we're in a more sort of rural area and we don't have access. There aren't really any art, art supply stores around us so it's hard to get our materials Mm -hmm. and um so that makes things incredibly difficult because you have to plan it a different way you have to seek different types of funding you just have to re-navigate you have to be creative in in how you purchase things and how you stock your studio Mm -hmm. that's me what are you about what about you uh you know very kind of similar um the supplies was a big one i remember actually in grad school uh in athens ohio it was like a quite a shock to not have a an art supply store because I had moved to Athens from Kansas City. So, you know, you could just walk in to any art supply store and be like, ooh, I like this paper. And, you know, whereas, you know, when you're ordering a, online, there isn't, you know, you lose some of that spontaneity, you know, where you're able to like experiment with media. You have to, you know, plan it and pay for shipping and, you know, wait for it to get to your house. You know, one of the things, one of the challenges with, I think, teaching in a more rural area is kind of ordering all your supplies at the beginning of the semester. Yeah, just trying to anticipate, take inventory of, you know, what you're going to need. 
yeah, like class size that definitely impacts the material that we're able to cover in a class size of 10, you know, versus 15 is vast. And maybe those 15, that class of 15 is, uh, you know, non-majors, you know, so it's, it can become quite challenging, you know, to kind of cover all like technical aspects of printmaking in a, you know, a large class. You know, I teach here, we have uh, printmaking for non-majors, you know, which is, I love teaching it, you know, because a lot of these students have never taken a, an art course, you know, at the college level, you know, so trying to get them to kind of gain the confidence and comfort with, you know, their own hand and, and creating, but then to like introduce them to the magic of printmaking, you know, that you're, hey, that shirt that you're wearing is screen printed. We can make a shirt, you know, we can screen print on anything. Uh, one student wanted to bring in a cooler, a Yeti, and print on it. <laughs> and I had no idea what a Yeti is. But anyways, uh, you know, there also can be obstacles in that. Like I said, you know, trying to get them to, to kind of get comfortable with themselves. You know, also safety, getting students uh, acclimated to the printing press, you know, to the equipment, uh, you know, the materials. And so we do a lot of mono printing to start off. You know, I think that's a good way to kind of introduce them to the inks and how they work, but then also the press. And they're also able to use, you know, like a photograph that they've taken and tape it to the bottom of the plexiglass. And it's, I think of it kind of as like training wheels until they get used to making and then we're off and, and making art. Do you have a, uh, a favorite uh, printmaking technique that you like to teach? Um, well, it's, it's kind of tough because uh, I want to say it either be relief or screen printing. We don't have screen printing here currently, though. Uh, it's something that I'm working on. I'm hoping we can get it in there. But it's, I mean, yeah, relief is always fun. And just going back to what you're saying, you like to start off with, with monotype, right? Um, and going back to obstacles also, uh, in terms of how you plan your semester, we usually have to start off with linoleum cuts because of what we can get funding for and what the students have access to. I mean, I know, I guess you could do the, the, the monotypes, but I like to split it up. So something very, very structured, right? So we do additioning with linotype, uh, with lino cuts, mm -hmm. and then move on to the monotypes to loosen things up. And then we go uh, back to intaglio. So it's a little bit more, a little bit more structured, a little bit more precise. Then, you know, the advanced students, right? They could do multi-plate whatever, photo whatever, uh, mixed technique, uh, mixed media, all those sorts of things. It's tough to say which which one is my favorite, <laughs> and I think that's kind of with all with all printmakers. We're so enthusiastic about them. I may not always do intaglio prints, but I know that I'm I'm so pumped the the night before I do an intaglio demo um, because I get to do some intaglio. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's screen printing for me, hands down. Yeah, that is by far my favorite uh, technique to. To teach students, um, it's extremely accessible. You know, it's, it has that DIY aesthetic, and the students get really excited that hey, we can print on anything. Someone, like I said, wanted to bring in a cooler. It's Sorry. relatable and familiar, right? I mean, uh -huh. yeah, it's you, can, you can do anything, right? You can do stencil technique and relate it to you know street art. Uh, you can do right drawing fluid and stop out, right, and relate mm -hmm. it to to painting. You can do photographic techniques i know whenever i whenever we go to that sort of point teaching how to um you know code it with the emulsion and you're printing a photograph it just blows their minds and it's it, it is really fun and it's 
it's, it's you know and you can print a zillion yeah i love like when students when you just start printing and they're just like their heads just kind of explode they're just like you just made 50 prints in like 10 minutes I think that's um, one thing that's kind of specific, though, to to printmaking. It's that reveal, mm-hmm. that surprise. I, I think it's there's this sort of unrivaled enthusiasm. I, I mean, I teach painting courses also and drawing courses, but I, I don't know if there's any of those same aha or here it is um, unveiling moments like there are in printmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always like to um, pull a, a joke on my students whenever we... Um, we go to photographic stencils, you know, we take the, the screen off the, uh, the exposure unit. And I'm just like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened. It worked yesterday. Um, you know, and then you take it to the washout booth and then all of a sudden it starts to reveal itself as the, uh, you know, the emulsion is rinsing away. But yeah, it's just like so magical. You know, they're able to take this photograph that they made and then, you know, and then you're able to start, you know, you can talk about, um, you know, the four color printing process and just like print in their you know everyday life do you have a uh, favorite assignment um so i don't always like to direct their content usually it's based on technique but if i if i had to say my favorite assignment it's uh i call it like my selfie my selfie project um so obviously it's a play on selfies and social media and it relates back to just portraiture and self self portraits so first we talked about like the history of portraiture like why you'd want to do this you know, uh, so protect projecting wealth and status and all these sorts of things and how you're doing that every day, whether it be through, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. So it's immediately something that they can identify with and, and they get excited about. Um, but it's something that we've all been doing. We've all done these self-portrait projects, um, every one of us, when we're going through college. But for some reason, it's, it's newer and fresher now once you put this spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always kind of funny. And I, I do a, a PowerPoint and I do some like goofy selfies, and I have all sorts of different new ones up when I uh, when I present the project, and all the students are just kind of cracking up. <laughs> um, so that's always really fun. So I encourage them, you know, go out, take all sorts of different selfies, and explore what it's what it says about them, rather, you know, other than just maybe wealth or status or power or whatever it is. Um, but they can dress up, they can put on costumes, they could do funny makeup, uh, funny faces. There have been a lot of creative responses, I think, to the project. So I think that's that's my favorite one. What about you? I like to keep my, you know, the assignments like fairly, you know, kind of open ended, just a simple kind of prompt. And one of the ones that I think is most successful is the it's just a functional print. You know, so we just, you know, I just bring in all kinds of materials, um, you know, PowerPoints, and we just look at, you know, print, you know, as as a pillow, you know, as as clothing, you know, as, you know, a source of information, just how print exists in our lives. And the students really, really enjoy that project because they're able to, you know, kind of choose what te- technique they want to use, you know, so it's for more of the, uh, the advanced students. But then they're also to kind of able to bring in their own interests, you know, so like I had a student and she created, you know, just screen printed bolts of fabric and then was able to kind of create these tote bags you know, and the patterns were all, you know, just kind of hand illustrations, you know, so she's able to kind of take them into the computer, lay out the pattern, you know, burn it to a screen. You know, another student created these, it's like an edible edition, 
and it was you know just multicolored <laughs> nice. uh like stencil you know a variation of screen print she just made these kind of stencils out of bristol and screen printed or you know printed uh different colored icing so each each cookie was like you know four layer you know four color icing print and then we all got one at critique yeah so it's just it's fun to kind of like you know just kind of set the the box on the table and just be like and walk away and be like, all right, here you go. Um, you know, and just kind of allow them to kind of bring their, their selves into it. Um, what's your, what's your approach whenever you introduce an assignment? Yeah, well, usually, you know, bring in, uh, examples, you know, so just kind of tapping into, you know, like all the portfolio exchanges that we've been in over, over the years. Um, they're great, like, you know, educational tools. Um, but then, you know, slides and then um, everybody's favorite, the the technical demos. Yeah, those actually are are quite the challenge, the demos. And after, like, I kind of hear how you kind of open, introduce things. I'd like to hear how about how technical demos go for you, because it, it can be a challenge to kind of like hold the student's attention, you know, dur- throughout a demo, you know, because everybody wants to look on their phone. But if they have to, like, they really have to pay attention. And so, like, you know, you just have to interrupt and just be like, are you taking notes? Just as a like, boring answer, it, it's a part of their grades. So whenever they turn in their projects, they also have to turn in research dossiers and basically prove how much work that they put into it. It includes copies of their notes, uh, drawings, writing, uh, drawdowns, proofs, any sort of reflection, writing about the work, artist statement, all that sort of, sort of stuff. So if they don't take good notes, I'll see it, and it's a part of their grade. So that's the boring answer. But the other part of that, I think, is just enthusiasm. I think enthusiasm is probably the most important thing about teaching. And so during those introductions and in the demos and all those sorts of things, I'm just I'm lively, I guess I would, I would put it. So they don't really have any, any choice. Also, it's sort of, it's a small class size, and so there's a lot of eye contact. So I, it's it's pretty easy to see uh, who's who's doing what and who's not paying attention, or who's, you know, really interested. Um, but generally speaking, I um, I'll talk about what the technique is, what the assignment is, um, on some sort of handout, and then we will either look at some kind of PowerPoint or presentation, or just look at artists. Um, who I think you know are successful in that technique or assignment, uh, and then like you said, there lots of examples which are so helpful. Like we have these, like a lot of other you know, I don't know how many people other people save work because it's kind of hard to ask a student to give you uh, this one drawing or this one painting or the, you know things like that. So I think that's an advantage we have, and all those portfolios that we're in, showing them uh, great examples. Um, not so great examples <laughs> and then getting into that demo just making a cool print and making it exciting i do like that idea of them collecting you know just kind of a portfolio of information you know their notes uh i like the idea of the drawdowns because i do that you know we introduce the assignment you know we have the demo and then we you know then they have sketches and then we kind of work that way but i i like the uh the idea of just having them responsible for collecting and gathering, you know, this research for the projects. It's really great. I mean, and, and then I also, I'm able to keep 
the good examples of those dossiers and the bad examples too. So I mm -hmm. have a stack of them. So if they're ever you know wondering you know is this good or bad, here are some examples. So it's always fun. But so what's uh what's what do you think is your favorite thing about teaching printmaking? Well, I mean I just love the uh, the versatility. You know how many there's so many different ways that you can you know kind of take it. You know because there are so many different approaches. <clears throat> you know relief printing is you know very much uh, rooted in like mark making you know as ways of you know kind of creating value screen printing the versatility in that you know you go from like kind of digital kind of output things you've created on illustrator and photoshop you know also you can do more you know painterly approaches you know with like ink on um you know mylar yeah and you know, I think also, you know, the multiple of printmaking, um, you know, that experimentation, um, that was what initially drew me to printmaking was came from a, a painter painting background. And, you know, so you have this painting, but it was your only painting. And you're like, oh, you know, I wonder what it would look like if I changed the color. But, you know, with printmaking, it allows you to kind of do that, you know, so that idea of the multiple, you know, so then you're able to kind of create you know, like installations, the accessibility, it really comes down to that. Like being able to like, you know, screen print in your basement, screen print outside of the table. How about you? Um, what's your favorite aspect of printmaking? Uh, my favorite aspect of printmaking, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, the multiplicity and the dynamic of it, how it's such a democratic art form, how it's capable of doing so many different things. Like you said, the versatility. As far as teaching printmaking i think my the most selfish reason for that it like for me anyways is it's like problem solving it's so fun you know to get into the classroom with all these students and you hope that everything goes right but in the case that something doesn't it's it's really fun to figure out what's going on and so i think as printmaking artists and uh, printmaking professors it's it's fun to investigate and figure things out yeah it has uh it definitely kind of fills this need that I have for like, yeah, just kind of figuring out how something works, you know, kind of like tinkering, you know, because you have to like maintain the equipment um, and troubleshoot. But then there's also some, sometimes you'll run into issues and you're just like, I don't know why. It's like the litho gods, right? <laughs> yeah, the litho gods. <laughs> so like printmaking, it has this kind of inherent, you know, kind of sense of community, you know, like there's this, you know, kind of shared space you know whereas like a painting studio everybody kind of has their own like easel and <laughs> yeah no i agree yeah we are a community and a lot of us i don't want to speak for everybody but a lot of us are like social butterflies and everybody knows everybody and everybody is willing to help everyone we're a huge family which is incredibly valuable i i haven't ever really heard in in any of my departments you know painters or sculptors talk about like oh yeah i know so and so uh, but here, it, I think it's different and it's special, you know, and, and collaboration, it's it's common. You see, like, this collaborative studios popping up all over. We have, you know, Pyramid Atlantic nearby um, over in the D.C. area. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic, and it's it's fresh. It's energetic. There's always something going on. So we're never alone, and we're never, I guess, we're never at a loss for support. Yeah, and I think, you know, that, that sense of community, um, you know, we have, like, the conferences, you know, uh, SGC and the MAPC, you know, that support, you know, there's always, you can always engage in, uh, you know, the shop talk, you know, either at a conference or, um, 
you know, just an email away or, or even like Facebook, you know, all the Facebook printmaker groups. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, shout out to, to, uh, Lisette Chavez, show me your print shop. Right? Oh yeah. You know, printmaking professors network and what else is there? Uh, uh, friends. Uh, pr- uh, what is it? Printeresting formerly. Oh yeah. Right. Um, all these different places. Well, thank you both so much. Thank you, Ellen. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Ellen.